Welcome to Identity Church Sunday Morning Message, where sonship is revealed. Stay tuned at the end of this message to receive more information about resources available through Identity Church. Now grab your Bible, sit back, and enjoy a message from Identity Church that is already in progress. Singing hallelujah to our God we lift up one voice. To our God we lift up one song. To our God we lift up one voice. Singing hallelujah. Oh yeah. Hallelujah. We sing hallelujah.
God we lift up one voice To our God we lift up one song To our God we lift up one voice Singing Alleluia To our God we lift up one voice To our God we lift up one song To our God we lift up one voice Singing Alleluia to our God we lift up one voice, to our God we lift up one song, to our God we lift up one voice, sing alleluia. To our God we lift up one voice, to our God we lift up one song, to our God we lift up one voice, to our To our God we lift up one voice, to our God we lift up one song, to our God we lift up one voice, singing Alleluia. To our God we lift up one voice, to our God we lift up one song, to our God we lift up one voice.
Can we just pray in the spirit together as a family this morning?
atmosphere in your car when you're driving down the road doing that. Might help some of you with your road rage. you to a friend of mine you haven't seen in a while why you always got to pick on me tell us what's going on man why do you sneak into town don't tell anybody because you have a reputation of being mean <laughs> wow <laughs> okay all right i deserve that <laughs> Why you got dark sunglasses? You've been drinking all day? I don't think you realized it would do that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Did you pinch somebody's butt this morning? Once again, why are you picking on me? <laughs> if he wasn't dressed like that and looking like that and asking for it. Okay. <laughs> Evidently, he thought Ron was me, and he pinched his butt, and Ron's like, woo-hoo. <laughs> I think we were both a little surprised at yeah. the end of that one. <laughs> I want to know, did he jump? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell us what's going on, guys. You've been going what? Two years? Three. Three? Three years. All right. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> you had a little gray hair since I seen you. Oh, is that Corona hair? <laughs> no, I've been doing this for a year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us what's up. Uh, well, not much. Uh, have, we had an opportunity to do some traveling, and so we kind of talked one day. The next day, we were on the road and headed to Texas, and now we're here. Yeah, I knew you were in Texas. Yeah. yeah you didn't hide that. No, it was a surprise coming here, though. Okay. Except for certain people. Certain people, uh-huh, in the back corner there, certain yeah. people, people. Hey, we, yeah, we know bit. you're special. A <laughs> little bit. Not like the helmet-wearing type of special. Yeah. No, we wanted to surprise y'all. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're surprised. We love you. Oh, it is so wonderful being here. It's, uh, I think for a lot of you guys, you've, I'm, I'm sure you truly do know what kind of blessing it is to be here, yeah. especially at this church. The uh, power, the presence of God is here. Uh, we've been up in North Dakota in Dickinson, a small town, and it's been a struggle to find uh, the power of God there. Uh, a lot of the pastors will try to tap into it, but it's almost as if they're scared to take the full force of the uh, power of God. So it's... Uh, 
it is frustrating and it is wonderful to be back here and feel the presence and mm -hmm. see the love and the harassment too. It's all worth That's it. That's my love language, man. <laughs> I'm not picking on you. I'm, I'm mad at you. <laughs> but we're excited to be here. So Good thank to see you. you. Love you. Like this. I go sit down. <laughs> Come on, Terry. Is it good to be unquarantined from Corona? Yeah. Oh my Lord Jesus. Susie wouldn't do a Bible study with me by ourselves or nothing. Can I speak over you? you always I can do. speak over him. You always do. I do not. Um, I have a love note today. And um, it's for Phil. We, the coronavirus started that very weekend. We were going to celebrate her 80th birthday, which is a huge milestone. So stand yeah, up, you old. beautiful woman. Yeah. And I have a gift for you from us. Take your earplugs out so you can hear us. There, there's a card in there, and I was going to have everybody sign it, but I didn't want everybody's hands in there, so I didn't do that. So, But anyway, this is a purse from Ghana. And whenever I give these away, I always want to say that put food on people's tables when I bought that in Ghana, in Africa. So we love you so much. Cool. It's get your money time. No, it's offering time. Ties and offering. I just want to tell you, thank you for your faithfulness. Continue to be faithful. God has, God has blown me away again with your faithfulness. Your, some of you have actually learned how to use the app and the website, and I'm just amazed. So just come and bring your offering. We know we don't take our offerings, but just bring them. That works. Yeah, right there. That'll work. And uh, just... <laughs> if you need to give on the kiosk, we moved it from the foyer over to here. And we have... Yeah. Pastor Mike Shannon's there to assist you if that thing talks back to you. I miss her. Oh, you threw her down on the ground. That was wrong. Oh, she's me. I'm sorry. You okay? You okay? Yeah. It's so good to have our church back together. We still have a lot that are need to stay out for health reasons and just keep them in prayer you know uh debbie madison's father is starting some uh treatment and so they're they're caretakers so they're kind of precautious with that there's others uh haven't seen d anybody got a report on d she's fine she's good she just kind of quarantining still good who else who else are we missing yeah Why? Oh, okay. Cool. 
Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. That woman, shoot. This is like, this is live streaming. Never mind. She's a gorgeous. She's amazing. She's glowing with life. Is that better? Yeah. Uh, wow. That isn't what I meant. Guys, let's pray over the offering. Or guy, let's pray over the offering. <laughs> hey, Nelson, let's pray over the offering. Pray over it. Lord, thank you. And we just know, Lord, that you're the God of the bounty. Lord, you're going to bless every single one that goes. And even those that could have been, you're going to bless them anyway because you know their hearts. So we thank you for the multiplication, Lord, the division, the addition. Lord, because our math is not like yours. So we give you praise, Lord. Thank you for the blessing. Amen. Um, Elder Rodney and I have been ping-ponging back and forth on a subject. I mentioned several weeks ago that our nation has been under siege by a demonic spirit called Leviathan. Leviathan grabs a hold of truth and twists it and distorts it. Um, I kind of uh, came out of an encounter with the Lord, and he said, you know, if you're willi willing, the, word with, the key word was willing to start a uh, riot, I'll turn it into a revival. And so I just said, I'm willing. So how do I do that? Well, you pick a fight with the biggest demon you know. <laughs> and so I'm picking a fight with the biggest demon I know. And Rodney and I are going to do a Zoom teaching on the spirit of Leviathan Thursday night at 7 p.m. The whole church is invited. People you know is invited. Ron Colber is going to set that email up, text messages up. It's going to be Thursday night at 7 p.m. So we're going to we're going to facilitate that. Rodney and I will do it on a Zoom call. We'll have some scriptures. We'll have some things. But listen, the spirit of Leviathan is a principality level. It's a national level, and it affects everyone. Um, our nation, um, if you can't recognize it, you won't understand that you're influenced by it. And what it does, it twists truth. And the truth will set you free if you can see the truth and embrace it. And so if we pull those scales off, we pull the, uh, the twisted truths off, and, and you can make a logistical choice for corrections in your belief system, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And if your thinking is coming out of a wrong realm, then your, your understanding of who you are, your identity is twisted. And I really think that that is part of the demonic uh, assault, is to twist our identity by having twisted truth on who God says you are. Let me tell you something. I am innocent as a child because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I wrote a whole book about innocence. And that, that corrected, that, that revelation corrected my understanding of my true identity. The bad behavior I had for 20 plus years, and Susie, be quiet, um, is not my history. I mean, that's my history, it's not my, my present. Okay, and when, when that comes into to, to alignment, uh, if I'm not careful, the enemy will keep twisting that back, and I'll go back to believing I am what I used to be. 
And then my behavior will come into alignment with what your behavior always comes into alignment to what you believe about yourself. Some of you are offended all the time because you don't know who you are. The Bible says the righteous are not very easily offended. Some of you just hadn't figured out you're righteous. And when you figure out you're righteous, people's attitudes and actions towards you cannot buffet you and get your attitude to change. You, you haven't heard good preaching like this in a while, have you? <laughs> but I just, uh, that, that's my message. Uh, I'm done. But you're not done. Because I have a friend of mine, Troy Davidson's going to preach this morning. He, uh, him and his wife, Becky, um, came and spent the weekend with us, ministered to us. <clears throat> um, I was a massive servant and uh, fixed them steak and didn't eat. You owe me. But um, Troy has had a... a interesting relationship with me over the years out of the blue he'll send me a text i hear the lord saying and he has never missed it with me there's one time i thought he did but two weeks later it showed up <laughs> so his accuracy has been good with me personally um i know he loves the lord and i just we were we were sitting there last night and i'm like hey you got something to say he goes yep i'm like Good, because I really don't. Good morning. It's an honor and privilege to be here. I'm a jet engine mechanic. I work on F-18s for a living. So if you happen to see the Blue Angels, I work on that airplane. Um, I work for a Naval Aviation Depot in Jacksonville. God played a trick on me. But it was glorious. I was going to open up a certain way, but God changed his mind. And when he was talking to me about it, I was like, really? We can actually do that? No, I'm not nervous. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> not really. I'm just really excited. Charlie stole a little bit of my thunder. Because I want to talk to you about who you are. And the dominion that you have. And it's taken me a lifetime to learn this. It's a continual journey to learn this. 
If you have your Bible, or if you're on the app, I believe that this scripture is not going to be up because the Lord changed his mind. And I'm good with that. See, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm about Jesus. And that's all I'm about. I mean, I like to do other things. I like to have fun. I like to get around. I like to joke. But I'm about Jesus. If you will turn with me to Isaiah, I believe it is Isaiah. Well, it is Isaiah, and I'll have to find it. That's okay. I have notes, so let me grab them. The Lord is good. Isaiah 1. And it will be verse 17 and 18. And the Lord wants to open up like this because he wants you to know that you are allowed to debate or you are allowed to argue. And then we're going to go into something about dominion. Learn to do good, seek justice, reprove the ruthless, Defend the orphan, plead for the widow. And then verse 18 says this. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord, though your sins are scarlet. Come, let us reason together. That's a very interesting word, reason. And if you look up the root of it, it means to argue, to debate, to have a conversation. That is amazing to me that the God of the entire universe would allow us to argue, to debate. It is amazing to me that he would take the time to have a conversation with us, even if it's about what is right and what is wrong. It is amazing. The reason why he allows us to do this is because we have dominion. We have dominion in the earth or on the earth or however you want to say it. We have dominion. 
He gave it to us. But the issue, the issue is we don't always realize it. I wrestle with God. Oh, it's a glorious time, especially when it's cold outside and it's rainy. I wrestle with God. Because you can go walk on a beach all by yourself. And there ain't nobody out there. And you get to wrestle with God about what's on your mind, what's in your heart, the frustrations that you have. It doesn't mean that you win. but you do get the opportunity. I had some notes. I did. I had, I had a list. Miss Susie, the first scripture is Thessalonians, right? Can we go there? Thank you. Oh, okay. So I'm going to steal something. Or I'm going to politely acquire it. I heard this teaching. And it was talking about the renewing of the mind. and what it means to renew the mind. Renewing of the mind is a continual journey also. It's kind of like learning dominion. It's a continuing journey. We're constantly having to renew our mind. We're constantly having to change the way we think. Because we're learning to think from God's perspective, not our own. Now, this is easier said than done because it's a continual journey. You're constantly having to look at stuff from God's perspective. Because if you don't, you'll look at it from your own and you can become discouraged. And you wrestle with God. But this is an interesting verse about how renewing of the mind works. Renewing of the mind is constant repentance of your thoughts. So what does it mean to repent? It means to turn away from 180 degrees and run in the other direction. We have to do that with our thoughts. We have to learn to think from God's perspective, heaven's view, and not earthly view. When we learn to do that, problems are not problems. They become opportunities. They become opportunities to take ground, to do exploits, 
to carry influence. So this is an interesting verse, and I love it because it's the perfect will for us. It says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So what does this have to do with dominion? Because when you think on these things, dominion is easier to carry. It's not so much of a burden. Because problems become opportunities. Is this making sense? So God's dealing with me, even now. I'm constantly having to learn this. It's not easy to learn to renew your mind, but it is possible. Because in Christ Jesus, all things are possible. I'm looking at you, and man, it is glorious. And I saw something today. I saw something this morning. It blew me away. It happened right here. Has anybody ever seen fire up close and personal? Have you ever seen it in slow motion up close and personal? I saw that this morning. There was a young lady. She was standing right about here. And she was glorious. She had fire all around her. I see visions. I dream dreams. I have, and, and, and I don't say this lightly, when I have a vision, it's a panorama. And I saw this young lady, and she was waving these banners. And it looked like fire dancing in slow motion. Now we think of fire as being chaotic. And uncontrollable. We think fire brings destruction. Something interesting about fire though. It also purifies. 
when it's viewed in the right perspective, it brings cleansing, purification. This is why they melt gold ore, because they want the purest form of gold that they can get. And guess what they do? They melt it in fire. About as hot as the surface of the sun. God is like a fiery furnace. Turn to Genesis, please. And I really thought I was going to use my Bible today. I'm using the the boards or the TVs. But Genesis is going to be in one. Genesis 1, it talks about man being created. But I want you to all understand I missed this for many years, and when I found it, it changed my life, literally. It started changing the way I think. It put me into a terrific wrestling match with God. I want to change your mind of what it means to wrestle with God. When you're wrestling with God, it's not because you have necessarily done something wrong. Maybe you are doing something right. You can be praying over something that's extremely important and wrestle with God. You're wrestling with Him. You can be praying for a loved one. Somebody that you love, somebody that you care about, and you're wrestling. When Jacob was wrestling with God, He was wrestling for a blessing. He needed something. He desired something. Dominion, knowing your dominion, gives you the opportunity to realize that when you're wrestling with him, it's an opportunity for advancement. It's an opportunity to receive a reward. It's an opportunity to maybe have more of an, an anointing in your life. It's an opportunity to have prayers answered over your life, over your careers, over a new job opportunity that you might have. Somebody told me one time, he said, why are you so violent?
you act as though your relationship with God is a, is, is a relationship of violence. I said, welcome to my world. Welcome to my life. I don't consider it violence. I consider it passionate. I want my relationship with God to be full of passion. And if that looks like violence, oh well. Amen? Genesis 1 is a summary of the creation. Genesis 2 goes into a little bit more detail. And we're going to start with Genesis 1. Oh, let me, let me find it. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I really, I, I really am. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Genesis 1, verse 26. I love you, Miss Susie. Well, the opening was different. The, the opening was different, right? And then God said, let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. And let them rule over fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle of all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created him, male and female. He created them. What is interesting to me is if you keep on reading in Genesis and you go to 2 and you start learning about the actual creation of man, your dominion is told to you in the fact that there was nothing here before you were. Yeah, that's what I said. There was nothing on earth before you. Troy, that was a good word. Thank you, Lord. I, I'm... Genesis 2. Genesis 2, verse 4. Before I read this to you, 
I missed this for many years. I missed it. I read over it and didn't catch it. But man, once I got it, once I caught it, it changed everything for me. I still go back to it from time to time. And it says this. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made earth and heaven. Verse 5. Now no shrub of the field was yet in the earth. And no plant of the field had yet sprouted. For the Lord God had not sent rain upon the earth, and there was no man to cultivate it. Mm. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? Genesis 1 is a summary of God creating. Genesis 2 goes on to tell you in more detail about creation. It also announces to you and me and everyone that you have dominion because nothing was here before you. He did it that way so that we would know that we have dominion in the earth and that we carry the influence in the earth. Those that belong to Christ carry the influence in the earth. That's another reason why God calls us the salt of the earth. But what happens to salt if it loses its flavor? It ain't no good. Folks, bring your flavor. Please, because I need you. Bring your flavor. Carry your dominion with you everywhere you go. You, you do already. You just, some of us, and I'm one of these people, some of us just don't realize that we're carrying it. This is critical. But a mist used to rise from the earth and water the whole surface of the ground. And then, Lord God, formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. 
And the Lord God planted a garden toward the east in Eden, and there he placed the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord caused to grow every tree that is pleasing to the sight and good for food. I'm going to stop there. None of it was here before you. It wasn't. It was not. It was not here before you. It was in seed form. But then he made you. He made me. Breathe life into us. Gave us a mind, spirit, and a fleshly body. But oh, there's revelations in that too. I don't have time to go in that today. But he made you a triune being in his image and in his likeness. Are y'all still with me? I hope I'm not being too rough. Thank you. Lord, I have a word for you. I have a word for you, brother. But I'm asking the Lord, can I finish first? <laughs> it gets hot up here. Amen. The glory is good up here. Amen. It's heavy. It's heavy in the room. Heavy in the room. The glory has weight. This is why I'm moving around all the time. If I stand still, I might fall down. Because it is heavy in here. Worship was awesome, by the way. Awesome. You guys look so gorgeous. You guys are beautiful. Even Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's beautiful. <laughs> okay. You're having a hard time finding power where you have been. Did you ever consider that you were supposed to bring it with you? 
I listen, I know that that's a rough word. I know it's, it's pretty mature. Yeah, my relationship is violent. It is hot up here. I'm on fire. First Corinthians six. It's gonna be we're gonna start at one, but I might skip down a few verses. I'm not very tech savvy. I, I'm gonna make a confession. I'm not tech savvy at all. Computers and myself, we don't get along real well. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Just so you get to know me a little bit, I've been working on jet engines since I was 19 years old. Been working on them for a long time. Whoo! <laughs> Not that much. Close, but I'm only 49. I look old, don't I? <laughs> First Corinthians. Oh, oh, thank you. Ooh. Technology. It's a wonderful thing. Does any one of you, when he has a case against his neighbor, dare to go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? If the world is judged by you, are you not competent to constitute the smallest courts? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more matters of this life? Dominion. Dominion. Before you can realize that you have dominion, you have to know who you are in Christ. Listen, I'm going to make a bold statement here. God does not have a bad thought 
ever concerning you. Ever. You are the apple of his eye. Never has a bad thought concerning you. Ever. Why do we? Why do we have bad thoughts concerning us? Because we're thinking from an earthly perspective. And not from heaven. This is why it is a a constant renewing of the mind. It is a journey. It is a journey. It's lifelong. But if we can catch it, and we can stay focused on it, we can have massive influence in the earth. Massive influence in our communities. Massive influence on our jobs. And they don't even have to know what it is that we are carrying. But they're going to want to know. And that's good, because everybody wants a king like mine. Everyone. There is a desire to have Jesus in everyone. In everyone. Everyone matters. Everyone has value to God. I had to learn this the hard way. I got mad at God. And then he spanked me a little bit. I tested the Lord out of ignorance. I did this. I was ignorant. I was foolish. And I'm laying in my bed at night. And he decides to, it's dark in my bedroom. It's really dark. Charlie, I don't ever think, I don't ever think I've told you this. I'm mad at God. I'm frustrated. I mean, I am, I've about had it. Nothing seems to be working right. And I'm laying in my bed one night. And I'm just, I'm going at it with God.
and I do this thing. I said, I said to the Lord, if you're real, show me. Show me. Now you want to know why my relationship with God is passionate or violent. I did this thing. But guess what he did? He showed up in my room. Now I'm going to describe this for you in all of its glorious detail. Believe me, I repented. So I'm laying in my bed, I'm laying on my back. Becky knows nothing. She is knocked out. I mean sleeping. Yeah. That's because she was. <laughs> I love my wife. I do. She's my best friend. I'm sitting I'm I'm laying in the bed and the whitest light I'm talking about white, y'all. And notice I said, y'all, we in the South. <laughs> I'm talking about white. So white that it blinds you. And this is the reason why Paul had scale on his eyes. Because he was blinded by this light. It is the mercy of God that I'm not blind. It was the widest light I have ever seen. I have not seen anything like it ever again. And I have many visions. I'm not bragging, but I do. I'm a dreamer. I'm also a creator. It's natural for me. It's part of my DNA. It's how he cre created me. I didn't learn this too much later. You going back to the Dakotas? Mm. When he came into the room, I was completely and utterly paralyzed. I could not move. And he got right up in my face. And I'm laying on my back. But it looks like he's standing right in front of me. 
And I'm laying on my back. I'm completely paralyzed. I cannot move. And he said to me, the sweet words of Jesus. He said to me, how dare you test me? Charlie. Could you not? I've never been so frightened in my life. Terrified. Terrified. I couldn't even I couldn't even say anything. I couldn't utter anything. I couldn't even utter a prayer. It is one of the most powerful encounters I've had in my entire life. I'm not telling you to glorify it. I'm telling you out of confession about and I'm telling you how powerful God can work in your life. Even when we screw it up, and believe me, I screw it up all the time. How dare you test me? I am the Lord, your God. You have no other. In that moment, in my spirit, I was saying, I'm sorry. I repent. I turn away from this. I will never do this again. He looks at me. He says, I know you won't. He spanks me. Out of love, he does this for me. He does this for me. He shows himself to me. He did this out of love, but he wanted to bring correction to me also. Because I was, in that time of my my life, I was very rebellious. Even though I was born again, I I still had the mindset of rebellion. So I still had the mindset uh, as a form of witchcraft. Because rebellion is a form of witchcraft. I had a rebellious mind. I needed to be adjusted. I needed to see from heaven's perspective. Not my own. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to close this for Troy, and then he's going to pray for you. What you've caught here, what, you, what you've caught here is about dominion. I want, I want, to, I want to, Susie, go to um, Genesis 2, 19. I know you did. I wonder why you stopped. He's talking about, he's been talking about dominion. Who gave us dominion? 
What are you doing with it? Genesis 2, 19. Um, New King James. Out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. He brought it to Adam to name things. What was the scripture in Thessalonians you did, Troy? Talking about being thankful for everything. Right? If you're not thankful, you'll, read, you'll name something that's not. Catch that. If you're not thankful, if you're not walking in that First Thessalonian scripture, you'll name something that it's not to be. But if you'll name it according to what God shows you, it will be. It will become what you name it. Why? Because Jesus started this thing in Genesis. He put this thing in Genesis in us to co-create with us. He formed it out of the ground, but it didn't become what it was supposed to until he co-created with Adam and he named it. That's the dominion he's preaching about. But if you're not, if you're not, if you haven't tapped into the heavenly realm and figured out what God has started creating, and for you to name it with thanksgiving, it will be what it's not supposed to be. How many of you lived under a stupid parent and you got called names and you became that name? Don't raise your hands, Miss Culver. That little Culver girl just threw her dad under the bus. But I'm serious, and, and that's, 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 that's getting your identity. What, what are you naming things that, are, that, have been, that, that you didn't catch the heaven's view of it? Your boss, your job, your career, where you're at in life. I made a statement the other day, I feel old. My wife whooped me. Then an hour later, she said I was. I think the power of agreement is scary. But this is the dominion he, that, that Troy's talking about. One thing about Genesis, he, he did it with a word. You go back to the root word. You go back to Genesis, is what was, it, what was its original intent created for? That's why you go back to the original intent. What was your original intent? Where did you come from before you were in your mother's womb? I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. What was the original tent? You got to go to the, to the beginning. You came out of God. Go find your identity. Until you find that, you won't have the, 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 the dominion mentality. See, we don't have dominion mentality. We, we just suck it up and take it. That's not what God created us to be. You catching this? How many got something this morning? Stand your feet. Listen, I, I don't put people in my pulpit unless I think they're bringing something to the house. This couple has got something for us. And Miss Becky, come here. She took me to school for two days on health issues. She's pretty opinionated. 
my real color. So. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Red. Red is her. How much weight have you lost? 108 pounds. And how long? It's been a, a journey of about 10 years where I, I lost, maintained, lost, maintained. So, but you know, the all total, that's how long. But. So, so here, here's my point. I, I, I don't want to go learn to hit a baseball from someone who's never hit a baseball. Okay. She, she, she researches things. She hears God. She's done things. And there's the living proof right there. How many miles? What is it? The 16th of the 17th of the month? How many miles have you run this month? 46 miles. Half the month. <laughs> and she thinks I'm going to run. <laughs> You're delusional. Well, if I you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, how how many needed need, need needed an infusion, a touch from God on this dominion understanding? How many need health help? Come forward. I want them to pray for you. Thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church. To know more about us, go to identitychurch.net, where you'll find resources such as a calendar, media, and upcoming events. You may also download an app for your mobile device from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Then from your mobile device, you can hear our messages, read from the Bible, take notes, connect with us on the social media, and even pay your tithe. Again, thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church.